Welcome to the Watoto Church Podcast. Prepare your heart as we explore scripture and delve into the Word of God. We have an incredible leader here at Watoto Church. I tell you, we are truly blessed as Watoto Church. I remember I met Pastor Julius uh, as a young man. I was still in senior three was a very close friend to my brother Terrence and I remember when their results in senior six came out we had a party for my brother and Pastor Julius was there at that party they were senior six vacists together and I got to meet him and I can tell you one thing he is a true man of God he's an incredible leader he's a fantastic leader and we appreciate you Pastor Julius and your wife Vanita our best days are not behind us our best days are ahead of us in Jesus name Lord, we thank you for your word and ask that you be glorified through the preaching of your word. As your people, we want you to call us in our generation and in our day to leave a mark for you that cannot be erased as healing comes to every city and nation in Jesus' name. Let the church say amen, 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 and amen. We've been talking about vision for the last couple of months. It's been exciting as we've just taken time to reconnect with who God has called us to be and what God has called us to do. Our theme this year is Pioneer Again. And we sense that God is asking us to rekindle our passion for Jesus, rekindle our passion for God's work, and to rekindle our passion for God's purpose and plan for our lives. I want to let you know God has a beautiful purpose and plan for a total church. God has a beautiful purpose and plan for your life. And we've taken time to understand that God has called us to be a cell-based community church. It is so clear. Life is better together. Now, as we do life together, our relationships are deepening. They're becoming more meaningful. As we do life together, we're growing in our relationship with Jesus. As we do life together, we are discovering our gifts and abilities. We're rising up to fulfill God's potential for us as a church, but for us as individuals. Now, as we do life together, God is allowing us to touch our communities with the love of Jesus. We're seeing so many broken lives, so many broken communities healed for his glory. Last week, we took time to talk about the fact that God wants us to continue to be that church that is caring for the community. As we pioneer again, I want to call you a total church. Let's continue to care for community. We learn from Nehemiah, you and I must have a heart for community. You and I must learn to mobilize community leaders and members so that we can address the pains in our situations, in our communities. We must aim at the pain. But you and I must also endure opposition because there is people that are going to come against community transformation. But because we have a call from God, we must persevere to the very end. But as we continue to care for community, ultimately, we are to point people to Jesus, who is the real solution for the brokenness in our communities. Let's continue to care for community. As we dive into the word today, I want us to start by restating our vision here at Watoro Church. Together, let's say it as loud as we can. We are an English-speaking, cell-based community church, celebrating Christ Growing and multiplying as each one reaches one. Touching those around us with the love of Jesus. Bringing healing to the cities and the nations. I want us to appreciate God for a, a beautiful vision. A very clear vision. We know who God has called us to be. And we know what God has called us to do. And we're going to run the race that is marked out for us. Today, as we conclude our series on vision, I want to talk to you about a critical part of our vision, each one, rich one. 
Jesus was about to go back to heaven, Matthew chapter 28. And he left a very clear vision for his disciples. He said, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to obey all the commands that I have given to you. And he made a promise, I will be with you to the very end of the age. Powerful vision. It was a global vision. It was about transforming the cities and the nations. It was about reaching every nation with the love of Jesus. It was about inviting people into a relationship with God the Father through his son Jesus Christ. That would radically change their lives and set them up to change their world. It was a global vision. And when you continue to read in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 1, Jesus says, before you go about the vision, I want to send my power from heaven. I'm going to give you divine power to accomplish this vision. In Acts chapter 2, they were gathered in the upper room. They were worshiping. They were praying. And the power of God, Holy Spirit, fell so powerfully in that place. Something began to stir on the inside of them. There was a passion. There was a desire. There was a commitment. There was a fire in their hearts to go out and tell the world about Jesus. In fact, on that very day, Peter stands and he preaches. He tells them about Jesus. The people gathered there. The Bible says it was that like their hearts were pierced and they asked, what shall we do? And he said, repent and be baptized. On that day, 3,000 people gave their lives to Jesus. It was simply the beginning of all that Jesus was about to do. When you continue to read the book of Acts, the Bible tells us that there was great persecution in that day. Reading in Acts chapter 8 and verse 4, the Bible says, regardless of the persecution and how much they were dispersed, in every city and in every town where they went, they preached the gospel and many lives were transformed. You know what? The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is still alive and well in the world today. Carrying the message of the gospel that is continuing to change lives. If your life has been changed by the power of the gospel, shall you clap your hands and shout amen right there. And the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is not weak. We are going from strength to strength. We are taking ground for Jesus in our world today. And you know how we are doing that? By each one reaching one. God has given us a great vision as we're total charge. To bring healing to the cities and the nations. We're going to do it by carrying the message of the gospel. And inviting people into a relationship with Jesus that will radically change their lives. And through their transformed lives, lots of other lives will be transformed for the glory of God. One of the things we're absolutely committed to as Watoro Church is we will always reach the lost with the gospel of Jesus. Why is this important to us? Romans chapter 1 verse 16 puts it this way. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Jesus. It is the power of God at work saving everyone who believes. We are not ashamed of the gospel. We've experienced God's transforming power in our lives when we surrendered our lives to Jesus. And we will continue to give everything to reach people with the power of the gospel. There is so many people that are out there that haven't received Jesus. And as long as there is even one person, we will give everything we can to reach them. You know, in the world today, People love to stand at a distance and cheer for people who are doing a good job. And sometimes even make them superstars. I support Manchester United. 
And seven days ago, seven things happened to us. But you know, none of us was on that field of play. We were all watching on the screen and yet we say we were beaten. Who is we? We were just watching. And we felt the pain and the embarrassment. But the thing I love about the vision of Watodo Church. And the thing I love about the call that Jesus has placed on his church. We don't have to sit on the outside and watch what is happening. Each one of us has a part to play. You and I have a part to play. And I sense today in a real way, Jesus is saying to you, my friend. Jesus is saying to you, my brother, my sister, those of you online and on air. Jesus is saying to us, Watoto Church, will you pioneer again? Go after the vision I've given to you to bring healing to the cities and the nations. And I want you to do it one life at a time. Each one reaching one. We all have a part to play. And when it comes to each one reaching one, we're talking about inviting people to an encounter with Jesus. I love John chapter 1. Verse 43 to 51 is what we're going to read. The Bible tells us the next day Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Jesus reached out. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida because previously Andrew and Simon Peter had just followed Jesus. Philip then found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. He told him about Jesus. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. I love Philip's response. He said to him, Come and see. He made an invitation. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus said, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. He then added, very truly I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Wow. Philip had his life transformed when Jesus asked him to follow him. He went and invited Nathanael. He told him about Jesus, the one the prophet spoke about. Nathanael had his doubts. Because when we go and tell people about Jesus, people have all kinds of doubts. He had his doubts. He said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip says to him, come and see. He made an invitation. And so Nathanael came to see. And when he encountered Jesus, it was a powerful encounter. He recognized that Jesus knew him personally. And I love the fact that whenever we invite people to Jesus, they get to realize that he's not a God separated from them, that he's actually a God interested in them and he knows them personally. And then as they carry on with that conversation, he then gets to recognize who Jesus truly is. His eyes are open. And he recognizes him as Jesus. You are the Messiah. 
Because you see, when each one of us reach one and invite them to encounter Jesus, their eyes are finally opened. Yes, they've had stories. Yes, they've had things that have been said. But finally, on their own, they get to encounter Jesus for who he truly is, the Savior of the world. And then Jesus gives him a vision for life. He says, I know you believe in me because I've said something about you. But he says, I'm going to show you greater things. I'm going to show you greater things. He was saying, what I want to do in you and I want, I want to do through you is going to far exceed any expectation. Leave behind what you've seen and what you've had. I want to do something in you and through you. Because when each one of us reach one person and invite them to fully know Jesus for who he truly is, the Savior of the world, for the very first time they get to understand the bigger picture that God has for their lives. It is a powerful encounter. When each one of us reach one and invite them to Jesus. You see, each one, when we say each one reach one, we're inviting you to play your part, Watoto Church family, in helping people encounter Jesus. It is a life transforming moment. He has the potential to change the trajectory of one's life. You see, each one reaching one is about telling people about Jesus. It is, we call it evangelism. It is about the preaching of the gospel. God is calling you, my friend, every single one of us, to leave behind any excuse we had in 2022 and the years before. 2023 is the year to pioneer again as each one of us reaches people with the gospel of Jesus. Every single one of us, inviting people to have a life-transforming encounter with Jesus. I remember my own story. Teenager, full of myself, but absolutely messed up. My brother was already born again. And he would sit us in the living room and talk to us about Jesus. But my stony, stubborn heart had no time for God. But because of his consistent pressure, I decided to go for confirmation classes in the Anglican church. One day at the end of all of that, I made my way to church because he continued to invite me to church. And on the 18th of December, 1998, seated in the upper auditorium at Watoto Church downtown. I gave my life to Jesus and my life has never been the same again. Why? My brother caught the vision of each one reaching one and he started in the family. He started with me and my sister. Today my sister is born again and she also serves right here at Watoto Church. A few years later, we reached out to my mom. Today my mom is also born again and serving the Lord Jesus. There is power when we step out, each one of us reaching people and telling them about Jesus. The ripple effect cannot be measured. Now you and I need to understand why it is urgent that we reach people. It is urgent that we reach people for three reasons. Number one, people are valuable to God. Life happens and people make decisions. And it's as if people are getting deeper and deeper in sin. Sin messes up their lives. Destroys God's purpose for them. And when we look at some of our family members, friends, workmates, schoolmates, neighbors in the community, we write them off as a lost case. But it doesn't matter how badly people have messed up. 
people are valuable to God. I want to let you know, my brother, my sister, you matter to Jesus Christ. Jesus teaches about this in Luke chapter 15. Three parables. He tells the parable of the lost coin, the parable of the lost sheep, and the parable of the lost son, also known as the parable of the prodigal son. I want to pick up the parable of the lost coin in Luke chapter 15 and verse 8 to 10. Jesus says, or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light up a lamp, sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, rejoice with me. I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, Jesus said, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Over one sinner who repents. Just the way that lady looked for her coin. That is the same passion and an even greater passion and desire that God has for every single one of us. The Bible says that he does not want anyone to perish. He does not want anyone to be lost in sin. He wants all of us to be saved. Because people are valuable to God. He made them. He created them for a purpose. It doesn't matter how badly you've messed up. I came to encourage you today. God loves you and you matter to him. That's why we must reach people. Because no one is ever written off with God. But number two, we must continue to reach people. Because people are lost without Jesus. Friends, may we never become familiar with the truth that if people have not surrendered their hearts to Jesus, regardless of how good they are, regardless of how much money they give, they are lost without Jesus. Isaiah wrote it this way in Isaiah chapter 53 verse 6. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. People are lost without Jesus. And we are surrounded by people who are lost in sin. Yes, you may chat about soccer and chat about movies and go and hang out and get your families to connect and do all of that stuff. But if they've not given their hearts to Jesus, they are lost in sin and they're in a desperate need for a savior. And the only one who can save them is Jesus. Jesus, in Matthew chapter 25, verse 41, on the day of judgment, the Bible says he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed. Into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Satan was cast out of heaven because he rebelled against God. Sin is rebellion against God. And anyone that is not born again is caught up and trapped in sin. And will end up in hell for rejecting Jesus. But when you open up your heart to Jesus, the Bible says, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's why it is urgent that each of you reach your family members. That each of you reach your workmates, your schoolmates, your classmates. You cannot just go on doing life with them without introducing them to the one who can save them from sin. People are lost without Jesus. But thirdly, we must continue to reach people with the gospel. 
Each one of us reaching one. Because it is people who reach people. God has worked it out. In his wise and sovereign guidance. That it is people that are going to become carriers of this message. It is a message of hope that we have been given. Paul writes and says that each one of us, you and I, who've given our hearts to Jesus, we have been given a message of reconciliation. Because you see, before Christ died for us, we were lost and dead in our sin. But because of Christ, there is an opportunity for us to be saved when we turn to faith in him. And when we give him our lives, we are reconciled in relationship to God, our Father. And the Bible says God is making his appeal through us. God is speaking to the world through you, my brother. God is speaking to the world through you, my sister. And he's saying, be reconciled to God. He wants to do it through you. It is urgent that you catch a hold of God's heart. Each one of us must be reaching people with the gospel. I tell you, it is so urgent that you begin to learn how to share the gospel. It is the moment between life and death. Because you see, when someone gives their heart to Jesus, the Bible says, immediately in that moment, the old is gone, the new has come. They are transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of God's marvelous light. That is the privilege we carry. That is the treasure that has been placed on the inside of us. It is a message that saves. It is people that reach people. And so Paul writing about it in Romans chapter 10 and verse 14 says, How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Preaching. It's not about what one man is going to do behind a microphone at Watoto Church. Preaching is about what we are all going to do from Monday to Monday. In our families, in our communities, at your place of work. It is time for us to stand up and be counted. It is time for us to stand up and speak up. People, rich people. You are God's man and you are God's woman. He's given you a message that will transform lives because you've witnessed it transform your life. The question is, when you begin to reach out to those around you, what are you going to say to them? Well, we've put together for you a video. We want you to watch it right now that is going to share with you five very important things that when you begin this life-transforming conversation of introducing people to Jesus, you know exactly what to say. I want you to take your notebook. I want you to take your tablet or your phone and write these five things down. God is about to speak to you about how you are going to lead your family from darkness to light. I want us to watch this video and get this information together. You are there. You wonder. How do I share my faith? Maybe you don't know what to say or you are terrified bring up the topic. I'd like to share with you a few steps on how you can prayerfully bring this to pass. First of all, connection. You need to connect with a person firstly. If this is a person that you already have a relationship with, 
then you can flow from everyday conversations like fashion, soccer, football, and get a bridge to connect you into spiritual matters. Second, if it's a person that is a total stranger, first establish a relationship by getting to know who they are, a little bit about their church background, and then you can go into spiritual matters. The second step is diagnosis. Find out if this person is sure they're going to heaven. And secondly, what makes them absolutely sure they're going to heaven. Thirdly, share your faith. Now, what makes you sh- brings you to the point of sharing your faith? If they gave an answer of faith in Jesus Christ to the second question, faith in Jesus Christ alone, then you just ask them for their testimony and praise the Lord for that. But if they had any other answer other than faith in Jesus Christ alone, then go ahead and share your faith using these five points. The first one is the fact that heaven is a free gift. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 that the gift of God is eternal life. And it also says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. Secondly, man, man is a sinner. And since man is a sinner, he cannot save himself. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. It also says, be perfect therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. The third point is about God. God is merciful and therefore he does not want to punish us. The Bible tells us that God is love. But the same Bible which tells us that God is love also tells us that God is just and therefore he must punish every sin. It says he does not leave the guilty go unpunished. The fourth point is Jesus Christ. Who is he? Jesus Christ is both God and man. It is written, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. It is also written that we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. The fifth point is faith. You need to receive Jesus Christ into your heart by faith. The Bible says, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Therefore, you need to trust in Jesus Christ alone for your eternal life. After you've explained these five points to your prospect, then give them a chance to commit to Christ. And the way you give them that chance to commit is by simply asking, would you like to receive the gift of eternal life? And when they say so, then lead them in a simple prayer where they express their faith in the Lord Jesus. After they've said that prayer, don't just leave them there alone. Go ahead and share with them five means of growth. Firstly, read your Bible, pray, be committed to your local church, ensure you have fellowship with other believers, and lastly, witness. Share your faith freely with all those around you, your neighbors, your colleagues, your friends, and all of them. God bless you. Amazing. When we have conversations with people and telling them about Jesus, those five pointers are so important. Let's go over them together real quickly. Number one is that heaven is a free gift. You're telling them about God's grace towards them. You're saying we are sinners and we deserved hell. 
But God in his kindness towards us has given Jesus in our place so that Jesus may take the punishment of my sin on him. And when I give my life to Jesus, when you give your life to Jesus, we get a place in heaven free. We don't have to do anything to earn it. It's God's grace towards that. That's where you start by telling them about the grace and the goodness of God. And then you tell them about our own sin. The next point is about man. That we have sinned against God. All of us. No one is without excuse. We've all sinned against God. And we cannot save ourselves. We need a savior. And then you tell them about God. That God loves us. But God is also just. Sin had to be but that punishment was laid on who? Jesus. So you begin to tell them about Jesus. That Jesus is fully God and fully man. That he was perfect and sinless. He is the only one who perfectly obeyed God. Therefore, he is the only one who could pay for man's sins. Because you see, it was animals, bulls and rams and gods that were given in our place. But there had to come a time where a human being had to die for human beings. And God in his kindness sent Jesus as a man to die in our place. The good thing is that he was perfect and sinless so that sacrifice was accepted before God. And the Bible says when we put our faith in Jesus, we shall be saved. What a conversation. A life saving conversation. That is the conversation that you're going to have this week. That's the conversation you're going to have every week of 2023. Why? God is calling you. God is calling me to go out and share the gospel as each one reaches one. So we want to make it practical for you. For those of us here in person, we want to give you a card. We're calling it our Each One Rich One card. And this card is designed for you to write down the names of the people that you're intentionally reaching. Our ushers are going to begin to give you that card. You check out the front uh, face of it gives you an option of five names. I want you to take a moment as you receive that card, just begin to write down those names. It could be your mom. It could be dad. It could be your siblings. It could be your closest friend. It could be a workmate or a schoolmate. It could be that close friend of yours in the community, that shopkeeper, that border border man. Write down their name. Why? We want you to have a focused way of reaching people with the gospel. We want you to have that card in your Bible, in your notebook. We want it to, you to have it on a mirror in your house so that every day when you get up, you are reminded it is urgent that you preach the gospel today. So take that card and right now begin to fill it. For our church family, online, in the course of the week, do follow uh, us on all our social media platforms. It will be posted there. You're going to get an electronic version of this card. You can download it and you can begin to type those names on that card. But right now, I know you have a book or you have a pen or you have a tablet. Will you just begin to write down those names right now of the people that you're going to reach? Our church family online, we want to make sure we send it to you. So send us an email. Connect at Watoto Church. We're going to get you that card.
I know right now you've written down those names. Here is what we're going to do first. We're going to pray. We're going to pray that those names you've written down representing those people. This year, 2023, is the year they give their hearts to Jesus Christ. Amen? So right now, will you take 15 seconds, just begin to pray for them. Right now, I want you to bow your head. I want you to close your eyes. Just begin to pray for those people whose names you've written. Ask the Lord, God, give me an opportunity. Give me an opportunity to tell them about you this week. And Lord, touch their heart. Touch their heart, oh God. Make their heart soft and tender to the gospel. To hear about you. Come on, ask him. Ask the Lord to break those walls that have been built around their hearts. Maybe it's pain. Maybe it's anger. Maybe it's bitterness. Come on, ask God, break down that wall so that your gospel may penetrate their hearts. Ask Holy Spirit, begin to do a work in their hearts today. Make their heart ready. Make their heart fertile ground to receive the gospel and to believe Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord. Let's agree together, Jesus. We thank you for every name that we've written down today. Lord, we are praying that you will provide an opportunity for us. In fact, many opportunities for us to tell them about Jesus. Lord, I pray that you will make their hearts tender to receive you. Open their eyes to see their sinfulness and their need for a Savior. And Lord, I pray that in their hearts will be a yes to Jesus as their Savior and Lord. We're believing you, God, that this year, 2023, there will be a bumper harvest of souls as we depopulate hell and populate heaven for your glory. This is the year our people give their lives to Jesus. And everybody says, amen and amen and amen. We're going to do one more thing. I want you to pull out your phone. Yes, here in person, on air, online. I want you to pull out your phone right now. Pull out your phone. And here's what I want you to do. Will you pick just one of those people on your card right now? That one name you've written and I want you right now to send them a text message. Will you send them a text message right now? Even us here in person. Come on right now. Begin to send them a text message. You're going to make an appointment with them. And you're going to say, can I meet you this week? Come on, go ahead. Just begin to make that appointment. And say to them, hey Brian, can I meet you this week? have something important to share with you. I can't wait to see you. Will you give me a time and a day? Come and just send them that message right now. We have prayed. Now our feet and our fingers are going to move in the direction of our prayer. And we're believing God that as soon as that message is sent, Holy Spirit is going to begin to do a work in their hearts. Something supernatural is about to happen. Come and send them that message. Type it out. Say, hey, I want to meet you this week. It's urgent. It's important. I cannot wait to see you. Give me a date and a time. That day could be today. Whatever day, invite them. Fantastic. Thank you for sending that text message. Here is my prayer, Watoto Church. That God is going to give you the boldness like that of a lion. That God is going to give you confidence. That God is going to fill your mouth with the words to say. And that God is going to give you the boldness to share your testimony of what Jesus has done in your life. 
And that as you begin to tell them about heaven as a free gift, as you begin to tell them about our sinfulness, as you begin to tell them about the love and the justice of God, as you begin to tell them about how Jesus died for their sin, and as you begin to tell them about how they can put their faith in Jesus and finally give them that opportunity, my prayer is that there will be a yes in their hearts. And as we gather here next Sunday, we'll come with testimony upon testimony upon testimony upon testimony of salvations that God has worked out this week. That is my prayer for you in Jesus' name. Let everybody shout amen, 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 and amen. Why? Because people are valuable to God. Because people are lost without Jesus. And because it is people that are going to reach people. God is counting on you. God is counting on me. It is an exciting season. God is going to use us to start with that one life. And through that one life, bring healing to the cities and the nations. Shall we thank God for his word today? Let's bow our heads and pray. Jesus, we're so thankful for your word. Your word comes to train us. Your word comes to build us up. So that we may be ready for every good work. Reaching people with the gospel. Every single one of us. Reaching one person with the gospel is a good work. And Lord, I pray this week, simply amaze your children. Amaze them with a work of salvation in Jesus' name. With every head bowed and every eye closed right now, we've been praying for people in your family at a place of work, people around you who are not born again. But you might be here and you've never given your heart to Jesus. Today is your day. Jesus loves you and Jesus died for you. I want to tell you, my brother, my sister, it doesn't matter how badly you have messed up. It doesn't matter the sin in your life. The blood of Jesus is strong enough to wash away all your sin and forgive you completely. And today as you put your faith in Jesus, He's going to fill you with his Holy Spirit and make you a child of God. He did it for me more than 24 years ago. Today is your day. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, you say, Brian, that's me. Today is my day. I'm giving my heart to Jesus. Lift up your hand. No one looking around. Lift up your hand. Give your heart to Jesus. Thank you, young man. Thank you. God bless you. Lift up your hand. My brother, my sister. Here in person, upstairs, downstairs, lift up your hand. Give your heart to Jesus. Thank you, young man there. God bless you. Jesus sees that hand. Lift up your hand. Here in person, you're joining us online. You're saying, Brian, today's my day. I'm giving my heart to Jesus. Thank you at the back. Jesus sees that hand. Online, in the comment section, lift up an emoji of a hand and just say, I'm giving my heart to Jesus. You're listening on air. You're joining on air. Power FM, NBS TV right now. Doesn't matter where you are, all across Uganda. You're saying, I'm giving my heart to Jesus, Brian. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand right now. Lift it up. You're lifting it up to Jesus because Jesus is the only one who saves. Thank you, Jesus. Is that hand. Thank you, my sister. Anybody else? Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Jesus loves you and Jesus will never push you away. Jesus will never push you away. Jesus loves you. 
Some of you are saying, Brian, I want to recommit my life to Jesus. Yes, I've given my life to Jesus, but I've been doing my own thing. Today, I'm giving my heart to Jesus. I recommit. I'm coming back. If that's you, lift up your hand as well. Lift up your hand as well. Jesus loves you. Jesus has never given up on you. Thank you. Jesus sees that hand. Thank you. Jesus sees that hand right over there. Thank you. Jesus sees those hands. Upstairs, downstairs. You say, I'm recommitting my life, Brian. Today, I'm coming back to Jesus. Jesus sees that hand. Online. You're joining us via Facebook, YouTube. In the comment section, type it. I'm recommitting my life to Jesus. I recommit my life. On air, NBS, Power FM. You're saying, I recommit my life. Lift up your hand in that room right where you are. This is the very last call. Is there anybody else? Lift up your hand. Recommit your life to Jesus. Recommit your life to Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for lifting up your hand. Now you've lifted up your hand. Here's what I want you to do. Will you pray this prayer after me and mean every word from the bottom of your heart? Loving me, I recognize that I'm a sinner and I need a savior. Jesus, you are the only savior. Today, I am asking you to forgive me of my sin. Wash me clean in your precious blood. Give me a brand new heart. Jesus, I now receive you as my Lord and my savior. And from this day, I believe that I'm born again, that I'm a child of God. I will live for you and I will follow you for the rest of my life in Jesus' name. Come on, church. Let's shout amen right there. Amen, 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 amen. Wow, wow. Thank you for giving your life to Jesus. Welcome to the family of God. Our church online and on-air family. Here's what I want you to do. For those of you joining us online, click that link. It's appearing right now. You've just given your heart to Jesus. We want to help you know what your next steps are. What are you going to do now that you've given your life to Jesus? We want to come alongside you and help you grow into a mature disciple of Jesus. Joining us on-air, will you write to us? Connect at watodochurch.com. Not only do we want to connect with you... We want to help you continue growing in your connection with Jesus. So do send us an email. We'll be glad to hear from you. For our fam, church families joining us here in person, one of my friends is reaching out to you right now. Connect with them. At the end of the service, we want to connect with you and help you know what your next step with. We want to connect you with a loving self family and then disciple you so that you can grow into a fully devoted follower of Jesus. I'm so excited for you. One more time at Total Church. Let's clap our hands and celebrate everyone that's given their hearts to Jesus. Fantastic. We're coming to the end of our service today. And uh, I want to say thank you for joining us. I want to let you know that I want to continue to stand with you in prayer. So call the numbers that are appearing on your screen today. We want to stand with you and believe God for a miracle in your life. Follow us on all our social media platforms so that you never miss a thing of all that God is doing right here at Watoto Church. Remember our online cell leaders, we cannot wait to connect with you this week. We want to raise you to be a godly transformational leader in your community. Remember to visit our website so that you can be a part of reaching those ladies in the prisons in the city of Mbarara. All the details will be on our website and on our Total Church app. Let's go and touch those around us with the love of Jesus. Thank you for listening. We hope this encourages you to step into the new. Tune in next time as we delve into the Word of God. For comments and feedback or counseling, write to connect at watertochurch.com. Hey, hey,